The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I'm the executive minister, senior assistant minister, and the director of the Johnny Coleman Institute at Christ Universal Temple. Today, this is a special podcast for a program that MindBodySpirit.fm is doing around the idea of gratitude. So I'm naming this podcast, The Power of Gratitude. And I'm bringing along one of my colleagues, you heard her on the show before, the Reverend Valerie McGee, who is the minister director of our prayer ministry and pastoral care at Christ Universal Temple, along with being one of our Christ Universal Temple uh, ministerial team members and a teacher in the Johnny Coleman Institute. Along with being in our music ministry and many other things, we keep her busy. So first of all, how are you doing there, Reverend McGee? I'm doing terrific. How are you? Doing well, doing well. So, you know, today, as I said, we're doing something special around gratitude. And, you know, I thought you would be the perfect person to talk to about this because you get a lot of calls from people being the director of the prayer ministry who are dealing with things. And sometimes it's difficult for people who are in the midst of challenges to see gratitude in their life, to have gratitude and see things to be grateful for in their lives. So what I wanted to ask you, first of all, and we can just have some discussion about it, is one, what is gratitude? And and I guess, you know, we can go from there. What is gratitude? Well, of course, I'm one of those people that like looking words up. So just know that I did that first. And Webster says that it's thankfulness, period, point blank. It's just plain old out and out thankfulness. And our revealing word says it's gratitude and thanksgiving. And they are both necessary in demonstrating prosperity through divine law. Be grateful to God and thankful to the friends whom he uses to supply you. Now, being being with gratitude, I get a lot of calls and I do get a lot of calls about gratitude. I had one earlier this week where the young lady literally had her sister on another line on the same call so we could pray. Because when I prayed with her last week about a situation that she was going through, it came through whatever I was, whatever it was I prayed with her for, it worked. And she wanted her sister to see that this prayer does work. And so she had me pray with her and her sister and to recognize that there is only one power and presence and that God was right there in the midst of whatever those challenges were that they were going through. And that really just set the tone and just sort of let me know that what we do is important and that people need to 
understand that we are grateful that they call us and we are grateful that the prayers that we pray, whoever is praying is working. Yes. Yes. It's absolutely working. Yes. You know, one of the things about gratitude is I was uh, thinking about this podcast early this morning, you know, the, the get up and work is on first thing on your mind thing. Yeah. You know, so, but I was like, okay, well, gratitude is actually a good thing to think about before I had to jump on Zoom meetings and things of that nature. And I was just thinking about certain things that it's easy to take for granted, you mm-hmm. know, the ability to uh, get from one location to another as quickly as I can without having to walk. Uh, even people who don't have cars, they have Uber, they have taxis, they have the bus, they have the train, we have airplanes. Yeah. We have so many ways in which we can get from one location to another, even bicycles. There's many ways in which you can get to locations much faster than the majority of human history. You know, things of, you know, su- simple things like shelter. You know, mm-hmm. you can't take that for granted. It's a roof over your head. Right. You know, I can't remember the last time I was hungry on purpose. In other words, I if I don't eat, I'm choosing not to eat or I've gotten busy. But I, I've never lived, had a day where I was saying, man, I'm hungry and I don't know where I'm going to get some food from. And I realized that for some people, that's a real experience. Yeah, it is. Or, you know, or just having, you know, loving family members and friends and people that support you. Those are things to be grateful for. You know, you know, things as simple as. And I'm not trying to be crude when I say there's something as simple as a toilet. It's something that the majority of human history never had. So when we actually stop and say, okay, what am I grateful for in my life? What am I not seeing that is something that I I might be taking for granted that's always here supporting me? Who's always supporting me? It's something to just think about. And I just wanted to share that. So let me tell you how God continues to work through both of us with this. Um, Not only did I look up the information on gratitude, I looked up the information on grateful because it was one of those words that stood out as well. And what the dictionary says is that it's appreciative of benefits received, Mm -hmm. period. Yeah. Pleasing by reason of comfort supplied or discomfort alleviated. You see, when you are grateful, it sort of shows up in your life, world, and affairs. It shows up as a happy smile. It could show up as tears. It could show up as a testimony. It could show up any kind of way that you need to just let yourself and anybody around you know how grateful you are for something you have received, whether it's money, a place to stay, a meal. It doesn't matter. Even if it was just a smile and somebody saying a prayer for you, it's still showing gratefulness where you are appreciating what you have already received. And that was just so key that you were talking about being grateful. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's something else because it's easy to miss. Yeah. To have this consciousness of gratitude. And, you know, one of the things that we teach in our movement is that, you know, consciousness produces form. Yes. You know, and I like to say that you are a mental field that is always producing, excuse yes. me, radiating and attracting. Mm-hmm. So w- what are you attracting with the attitudes, with the moods you have? So if you have an attitude of gratitude, an attitude of appreciation, an attitude of gratefulness, an attitude of yes. thanksgiving, that's what you're sending out. And that's what you're drawing in. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, God is so sweet that if you're grateful for what you have, you'll have more things to be grateful for. <laughs> you keep going into those words that I looked up. I kid you not. Okay. okay. Thanksgiving was that other word that I looked up. Yeah. And it says rendering our grateful thoughts to God for his manifold blessings. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving will keep the heart fresh. For true thanksgiving may be likened to rain falling upon a ready soil, refreshing it and increasing its productiveness. You see, when you are in the process of giving thanks, you're opening yourself up for more giving and yes. for more more um, expression of someone else's love toward you. You're opening yourself up to receive even more blessings. Yes. That's what Thanksgiving does. And it doesn't matter what time of year. It doesn't matter what time of day. It just just you being grateful for receiving whatever it is you receive is a blessing because, yes. you know, and at some point in time, you just start saying, thank you, God. Right. Thank you, God, for this blessing, because it wasn't something I was expecting, but I'm so glad it came. <laughs> yes. So yes. glad it came. It was always on time and in time. So, yeah, those are the three things that are very, very important about gratitude is recognizing that you're thankful and then being grateful within yourself about receiving whatever it is you're receiving, even if it's just an idea. Right. Know that that idea was given to you fully clothed and it's just waiting for you to bring it forth. Yes. I love you know? that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's, it's amazing that, you know, at times, one of the things that people, one of the harder lessons to teach people is that if you can't be great, if you don't learn how to be grateful, you're actually blocking and interfering with That's your own right. divine flow, That's you right. know, because that tightness in consciousness, that tightness in the thoughts and the emotions and the perspectives and point of views actually restrict First of all, your ability to see what's possible. That's right. You're cutting uh, and, off your own blessing. Yeah, you're cutting off your own blessing. You can't even see what's available to you because your attention is on what you don't like, what's upsetting you, what's frustrating you. What and you, protecting, basically, trying to protect what you got. Yeah. And what you're doing is hindering what you got from growing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's go. a part of it. And, yeah. you know, I, I you know. One of our, both of our favorite folks, uh, Reverend Ike, you know, he, he had a tape years ago when he was talking about how he would have critics get upset with him because he would tell poor people, quote unquote, to give. Mm-hmm. And they, people would say, we know we love what you do in ministry, but we just can't get around you telling poor people to give. And his position, which I think is very new thought, is the moment you feel as though you have nothing to give. Mm-hmm. Now you're truly poor. Why? Because you because you you can't develop an attitude of gratitude. You can't develop thanksgiving. You can't develop gratefulness if you're in a space to where you feel as though you are restricted and you're waiting for life to show up. And when it doesn't show up the way you want, it creates bitterness. But when you create gratitude, you open yourself up to other opportunities. And, you know, it just reminds me of one of the things that I, that I used to tell my daughter when she was uh, a child was when, when, when you show up, pay attention 
to the fact that people like the fact that you show up. Mm-hmm. I said, because if people like you, they will help you. Mm-hmm. They will. And when they don't want to see you coming, they will avoid you. And, right. you know, I was like, and, and all, you know, everybody's had this experience where you look at your phone and somebody's calling you saying, man, do I really want to pick up this call? Because, you know, it's not gratefulness. It's not gratitude. It's not Thanksgiving on the other end of that phone. It's normally somebody trying to do their mental dump on you right. or, or bring or bring your consciousness down. So sometimes you just have to let it go to voicemail. <laughs> well, you know, the, the other thing that the other story that really comes to mind in reference to our thinking and being grateful was when Johnny told us the story about the lady who was about to give her tithe. And every time she got ready to give her tithe, those little voices would start telling her about all these other things that she needed to do instead of giving the money. Right. Mm-hmm. And what she said was, if you don't shut up, I'll put it all in there. And yeah. all those voices stop. Yeah. Because you have to stop holding on to something that can grow. You have to stop not being grateful that you've received it so that more can come to you. Yes. You have to open yourself up for that. And that's one of the things I loved about that story because it taught us and it taught me how to not think about what I need to do, but do what I want to do and let it grow from there. Mm -hmm. That was key. Yes, yes. That was key. I think that 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 helps so much that Oh yeah. You know, the the consciousness of lack. Yes. produces more lack. Yes, it does. And you we know. don't always see it that way, but that's exactly. In other words, if you're seeing lack, then guess what? That's all you're going to get is what you see. Mhm. Yes, you like know, that. If all, you stop seeing the lack, yeah. Then you're opening yourself up. It doesn't matter what the source is at that point. Because God's got many channels. And one of the things I tell students all the time is that God is not only the supply, he's the supplier. Yes. And that his channels, excuse the expression, ain't got nothing to do with yours. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so you never know where your blessing is going to come from. Right. But you can't hold on to what's not there either. You've got to open yourself up so that you can receive even more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The 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 source also is the provider. That's it. And and, you know, I think that that's one of the things that I got when I first came to Christ Universal Temple. That you know, Johnny's some of her pet statements. You can't outgive God. That's right. You know, you know, like okay, God is the source of my supply. Okay get it. I got it. I got it. You know, you know, she would talk about the substance of God, you know, yes. substance of yeah. God is like a great big piece of cookie dough and your mind is like a cookie cutter. Right. You're forming and shaping, you know, with thoughts you hold in your mind. Right. And, you know, remember she used to give us like the little scissors. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as like little symbols of you're yep. forming and shaping your good out of the unlimited source. That's right. So it was never God withholding. Never. And, and, and that by itself is something Worth be being grateful, grateful for, for. Sure. yeah, because it it takes you out of that human way of thinking that when this is gone, there's nothing else. There's always more because God is always there. Yes, there's yes. always more. You yes. just have to open your mind to receive it. Yeah, yeah. So opening your mind to receive—that's a book. 
Uh, you know, yeah, Catherine Ponder, open your mind to receive. Yes, it and is. Johnny Coleman said, open your mind to be healed, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Okay. Uh, you know, I've looked at these questions that I sent you and I realized that, uh, you know, we've kind of talked through the first one and two uh, already, but how does it help it with your life? But I didn't know if you had anything else you wanted yes, to I add did. to that point. You, Go right ahead. Let's I rock and roll. Just, just knowing <laughs> that God is, is working, okay? It helps you appreciate and recognize from whence your blessings are coming from. It helps you remember that there is a source, a higher power that is the supply and the supplier of all that you have, all that you receive, all that you want, and all that you can even think about having. You see, yeah. that's what it helps. That's how it helps your life. It strengthens you to know that you are not doing anything by yourself. Yes. That the spirit in you is stronger than anything showing up in your life, world, and affairs. That's how being grateful can help you. If you are in need of a job or if you have an interview on a job, you say, thank you, God, for the perfect interview. Thank you, God, for the job you've chosen for me. And guess what? It shows up. Yes. You know, when I first started working at Children's, because I used to work at Children's, Long, long time. But when I first started working there, I didn't even know they existed because I'd never been on the north side of Chicago at that point. Okay. But when I got there that very first year, and this is not to get into a whole story of things, but that very first year, I was on probation that entire year because I kept getting promoted. Mm -hmm. Just being grateful for being able to work. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. You see, so it makes a difference what what you're thinking yes and how you're reacting to it yes so yes, yes it, it really does make a difference how grateful are you i love it i love it i'm i think it's time for us to take a break really okay. quickly so okay. uh listeners again i don't know when this podcast is going to drop because i'm currently in my series exploring asking it is given by esther and jerry hicks so i've been teaching all this law of attraction stuff etc but I wanted to make sure that the different hosts who are creating these episodes on gratitude actually, I actually got mine in and got it in early. So I don't know if this is going to drop in a week or two or okay. this is going to be later. But I wanted to make sure that you have a powerful conversation okay. around gratitude so you can look at your life and see how you're working with gratitude and how and if and if you're not at the level that you need to to produce the results you want because no judgment it's not a right or wrong thing right. but it's a it's a this is what I, what I want to produce in my life mm -hmm. what we're saying to you very directly is try gratitude yeah try gratitude it goes a long it's way right. and it just makes you better to be around people and like people ends. better when they're not bitter and angry and frustrated all the time they're and talking negative <laughs> so we'll be right back with okay. truth transform
Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm with Reverend Valerie McGee, and we're talking about the power of gratitude. Again, this will be a special podcast for mindbodyspirit.fm. And uh, Reverend McGee, I did want to drill down on a few more questions uh, before we end. So I want to talk about how does gratitude help with bodily health? Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready for it. When you appreciate your body, your organs, your bones, your blood, and your muscles, you are telling them, your body parts, that you individually love and appreciate them for all that they do because they don't have to. They could decide not to work for you with your thinking, okay? So if you are being appreciative of that, then that means you are actually thanking God for giving you all your body parts and for helping your health to be greater than what you thought it could be. It's helping you let your legs know that thank you for carrying me everywhere I need to go. If I need to walk down the stairs, thank you, God, for giving me the strength and the energy to do just that. You basically are telling them thank you for supporting and providing you the needed physical and mental stability you not you need to journey in this life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, have love to that. thank yourself. Yes. You know, um, I can remember Johnny telling telling us, you know, touch and bless, lay your hand on your own part of your body. That's right. And give thanks for That's that right. part. Thank it for its healing. Thank it for, you know, your leg yes. or your hand or your arm for its vitality. Yes. Even if it's not functioning the way you want it to function right, right now. Right. Give thanks. Give and, thanks and appreciate it. Yes. Okay. Yes. You got to, re- you, it's kind of like your children. You know, if you don't let your children know you're thinking about them, how are they going to know that you love them? Right. So what makes you think your body parts ain't the same way? They just functioning. Right. But they but you need to appreciate them and let them know you're thinking about them. Yeah. You're not trying to abuse them. Yes. You're yes. trying to help them stay strong so they can continue to do what you need them to do for you through you. Yes, yes. You know what's interesting? Um been listening to a lot of um Dr. Bruce Lipton lately. You know, you know, I got his books years ago when he when he did to shift from traditional medical science to, hey, you know, everybody's just energy moving, yeah. <laughs> you know, and he, you know, he was a, a professor at a medical school, you know, mm-hmm. and a laboratory scientist. And he just realized that, hey, you know, you're just physically at least 60 trillion cells. Yeah. And that, that aggregate, you know, aggregation of 60 trillion cells. And it, it, every time I think about his statement, it makes me realize that even when I'm blessing my body or looking at my body or anybody else's body, my perception of it being solid is based upon a limited level of perception. Yeah. It is actually moving energy. Yes, so my is. heart isn't solid. My lungs aren't solid. My liver isn't solid. My stomach, my kidneys aren't solid. They, 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 they function as solid at a level. But when they look in the microscope, the stronger the microscope is, all you see is cells vibrating and moving right. and touching each other right. and being affected by what we think, what we feel, yes. what we say, yes. and what we do. Yes. 
And that's that's powerful. So this this what we call consciousness is just keeping all of it together yeah. to present in the world as as solid physical beings. Yeah. When in all in all actuality, physically, we're a colony. Yeah. That's yeah. that's just amazing. Yeah. So 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 gratitude can help the body heal. Yes. Because it is not interfering with the natural flow or the divine order that the body was designed to, to function in and as. But when we're frustrated, angry, depressed, and all of those other things, that's impacting the cells differently. It is, but you also have to think about your thinking when you're looking at any of those things. Yeah. Because your thinking does affect the body. Yeah. It yes. affects the body in a big way. Yeah. Whether you're accepting it or not, it really is. You cannot think that somebody is having a COLD and not think that your mind's not paying attention to what you're thinking. Right. Because right. it is. Yes. You know, one of the things that, you know, I because I just didn't want to have people getting frustrated when the pandemic started. Before that, I used to always tell people who would say to me, you know, I'm not feeling well. I got to, you know, whatever. Um uh, yeah, it might be contagious. And I would tell people my health is contagious. Okay. But that didn't land well once the pandemic right. started. Because, <laughs> because they're paying attention to yeah. everything outside of them and not knowing, not recognizing that I am the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing. Whatever yeah. it is that's showing up in your life on the affairs, you thought about it first. Unfortunately, I don't like that thought, but it's the truth. <laughs> Because then I have to go back and think about, well, okay, what was I thinking about to bring that on? Yeah. Okay, oh, but you yeah. have to you have to show your body gratefulness, gratitude. Sometimes it's, hey, fingers, thank you so much for typing. Yeah. Okay, thank you for functioning so that you can grab that. You can open that jar. Yes, yes. You and know, you, it, right. yeah. it, it's important that you appreciate your own body. Yes. And and don't do things that will interfere with the natural flow. Yeah. I started wearing glasses only because I would work in I was working a security job for Dominic's before I was a manager. And I would sit in the dark, which I shouldn't have done. But it, it watched like 25 cameras. But okay. it, was, it was better. I thought it was better for my eyes so I could catch details. But sitting in the dark looking at 20, 25 cameras was impacting my eyes. Yes, it was. You know. So, you know, it's little subtle things. So yeah. when I start realizing, oh, my vision is getting a little blurry, the doctor's like, what type of work do you do? And I told him, and he's like, do you do that in the dark? Yes. Stop now. Uh-huh. In other words, stop doing things. Yes. That harm your body. Show that gratitude. Your, that are not helping your body to be healthy. Yes. And on top of that, when I would leave work, I would come to class and I was in JCI three days a week. For in the teacher counselor training, and I was reading everything, so my eyes never rested. Right, but you have to be able to take care of yes. what's taking care of you. Yes, you do. That's gratitude. Yes, it is. So, so um, I have one more question, and, I, and this is a big one because so many people are dealing with it. Which yeah. is, how does gratitude help with prosperity? Well. The first thing that came to me was, it is a great mind magnet. Okay? 
And when it is expressed from the spiritual standpoint, it is powerfully augmented. That means that you are putting it to use. You're producing what you're asking for. You're producing ideas and energy to bring forth what it is you want to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. So showing gratitude opens the door of your mind for more abundance and more prosperity. And prosperity is a state of mind. Right. It is that conscious awareness of God as the abundant, everywhere present resource, unfailing, ready for all who open themselves to it through faith. And so if that's the case, then faith is that perceiving power of the mind linked with the power to shape substance. You have the power within you to be grateful that you can take that idea that's given to you and shape it and mold it and bring it forth. It is your ability to shape and form the ideas of God to bring forth your abundance of all that you could possibly desire. Faith in God helps you expand your consciousness, your awareness of how vast that source of your supply is at all times. And it's not limited to time or space. You see, when you can be grateful that God's prosperous ideas are moving and showing up in your life, world, and affairs, that means you're not sitting on your duff waiting for everything to fall in your lap. That means you are working with the ideas that God has given you to move forward. You have to think about one of the most important things that I recognize in this pandemic is that new ideas came through in it. The fact that we are sitting having a Zoom session and it doesn't matter where you are. Right. That came out of letting God's prosperous ideas come through you. And you're saying, thank you, God. I'm so grateful that you gave me this idea and you brought it forward. Yes. I think about that from the standpoint of people who say, hey, I need counseling. I need uh, yeah. premarital counseling or marriage counseling. Now we can say, get your husband on Zoom with you, and we can have this counseling session right over, right. Uh, over over the computer. That's because right. you don't have to try to figure out how to get to the church, how to leave work, how to whatever. Yeah, we can do it in a relaxed way as long as. You but know. see, that's that's yeah. the prosperity of God. Yeah, that's the gratitude of God's prosperity coming through you, so that you can do all those things that yes. God will have you do. That's just being grateful to be open and receptive to the ideas of God that's coming to you. And they're always coming. Right, right. They're so not just sitting idle. They're always coming. Yes, yes. So, so bitterness, prosperity is a state of mind. Yes, I agree with that completely. 100% prosperity is a state of mind. And bitterness can mess up your money. Yes, it can. Yes, you it know, can. In a real way. And, you know, one of the things, since it's popping up in my head, I wasn't planning on saying this, but... Uh, with the prosperity for the people who have been listening to this podcast for a while, I've done several series on prosperity. Charles yeah. Fillmore's okay. book, Prosperity. Mm -hmm. I did several Catherine Ponder books, Open Your Mind to Prosperity, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Secret to Unlimited Prosperity, 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 uh, How to Have Unexpected Income, so many different things. Yeah. If you're working with the need of money right now, go back and listen to those lessons. And yeah. then look at how you can enhance your gratitude factor. Yeah. 
Okay. Like, are you leveraging gratitude in your life? Legitimately. I'm not talking about faking because you can't fake gratitude. All right. And universal law deals with your intention and your feeling, not your, you you can't trick God. (laughs) Let me put it that way. God as law is going to respond to your true consciousness, not your fake one. Right. So then you have to go back and ask yourself that same question from the very beginning. What are you grateful for? Right. What what is your gratitude of thankfulness? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I I think it would be great for the listeners just to write, get a sheet of paper or go to your notes in your phone. Yeah. And just write a list of what you're grateful for and just continue to add to it. And you might come up with 20 things. That's right. Then tomorrow you might have five more things and the next day, three more things. it could be something very simple, like being grateful that you listened to God tell you what you needed to put on for the day. Yes. It could be just that simple. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. It could be, it could be just that one prayer that says, I'm thankful you kept me. That prayer for protection that we use, I use it every time I get in my car, every Mm -hmm. time I go anywhere. Yes. Because, see, I don't know what they're going to do, but I know what God's going to do in me. Right. Right. So I'm grateful that you are keeping me focused on the truth. Yeah. And I, I'm so grateful for that perfect protection. I can't tell you how many almost accidents I've had. Yes. Yeah. People's silliness on the streets of Chicago. That's right. And I'll and a person will just miss me. I, I'll never forget. I was leaving church one day and I, because Angel was really young, maybe, maybe three or four years old. And I had several people in the car, her mother and a buddy of mine and a person lost control of their car. And they did five, three sixties directly behind me okay. on the highway. And, it, and oh. I couldn't get, you know, it was like, well, I couldn't get over and cars were swerving or whatever. And, 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 and he hit the Dan Ryan wall where the, uh, where the red line train goes yeah. and none of it touched me. I don't know what happened behind me. Hopefully that person and none of the people behind them or next to them got hurt. But literally, I just said, thank you, God. Yeah. That's why I say this prayer for protection every day. Yes. Keeps me keeps me above and beyond uh, the things that could touch me if I was in regular levels of consciousness, because race consciousness, which is the collective human consciousness, is a real thing. And and if we function at the normal levels of human consciousness, we're saying, uh, as Joseph Murphy called it, the law of averages. There are things that just happen to people. Joe Joe Goldsmith, he doesn't use that term, but he talks about it as well. How do you live above most of the stuff? And that's exactly what he teaches. It's not always easy to digest. Yeah. Okay. But that's exactly what he's teaching you, how to go above and beyond what your normal human five senses will tell you to do and do. Yeah. There's so much wisdom in his books. He has wisdom statements that you cannot even digest because they're so far above what you're thinking. But being grateful is so important in your well-being, in your prospering, in your living your everyday life. It keeps you sane. Yes. It keeps you peaceful. It keeps you from worrying about whether you got more months than you got money. Right. Right. Okay. Being grateful because God 
is always the source of your supply. God is always the supply. There's not a lack in God anywhere. How do I know that? You're breathing. Right. And you're not worrying about where that air is coming from. Mm -hmm. Every time you breathe, there's always enough air for you to breathe. Yes. And it doesn't matter who you are. It's for each and every living soul. There's always enough. Yes. Always enough. And that's part of the process that when we start thinking about abundance versus other things we allow ourselves to think about. Yes. Which which can trip us up to say the least. Yes. You know, so, uh, you know, that pretty much covered. I know that, um, you know, and by the way, just FYI, I don't know when this podcast will record, but if it shows up before May or by mid-May, the new uh, semester of the Johnny Coleman Institute starts on May 15th. Right. And both Reverend McGee and I will be teaching. I'm teaching Meeting Jesus again for the first time, which is all about the pre-Easter Jesus. What did yeah. the human man Jesus preach and do and why? Right. Um, outside of the Christ of faith that the churches have taken on and created, you know, different mm-hmm. denominations about for, and that's fine and great. We're just going to be talking about the historical Jesus in his own context, his own time, his own culture, the psychology of his own people. Reverend McGill will be teaching one of those Joel Goldsmith books. uh, The Invisible Supply. The Invisible Supply. So if you want to learn how to work with your invisible supply, you have an opportunity now to to, uh, go to cutemple.org, click on the classes tab, and um, go to schedule the classes. And yeah. it'll guide you to how you can register for the classes. Yeah. Um, there are only $20 to register and we do a love offering. These classes are only five weeks. Yeah. So we want to give you the opportunity to learn how to develop this attitude of gratitude so you can open up your yes, channels yes. and blessings. Okay. Yes, because because as you God's open channels up, are so enormous. Right. You couldn't possibly have them all in your in your understanding, but they're there. Yes. Yes. So if you want to learn about how to tap into your invisible supply, yeah, make sure you get into that class, you register. There's nowhere on earth you can get that level of value for twenty dollars. Right. Not for twenty bucks. Not in the world. Yes. Literally, not in the world. And That's trust me, right. I'm online a lot. I check it out. So okay. make sure you give yourself the benefit. So, Reverend McGee, I want to thank you for coming on. I think that people uh will benefit from this conversation about gratitude. Okay. And um, you know, all I can say is if you're in, if you do sign up for her class, let her know you signed up because you heard this podcast. <laughs> I would greatly appreciate it so we can let people, you know, know what how this podcast is impacting people because sometimes we don't know where this goes. That's it goes right. on Apple, Podcast, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and mindbodyspirit.fm and whatever else podcast apps that cover this type of material. Yeah. We don't know where it goes. I, we, right. we know where it goes. We don't know who's listening. We know people in countries in Africa and Central America and Mexico and the Caribbean and Europe, but we don't know the individual you. Mm-hmm. So as you benefit from it, reach out. Let us know. Uh, right. Contact me on Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell, on my, uh, which is a Facebook page. Leave me a message. Let me know how this, these messages are impacting you because we want to be a, a blessing to your lives. That's because right. we know that as we help transform human consciousness, we will transform human experience. Yes. 
So thank you again, Reverend McGee. I'm going to log You're off. You're so very welcome. Thank you. All right. So thank you and God bless you. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.